Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. This is Aaron. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can also find us every Monday morning from 6 to 6.30 at bff.fm. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Today we're taking you back to Sundance 2020 where we had the opportunity to interview co-directors Elise Steinberg and Eli Dupree and one of the stars of the documentary, ACLU lawyer Dale Ho. Uh, This is a documentary called The Fight and it covers four different cases that the ACLU is covering um, against our current administration and it's inspirational and we loved it and we were so excited for this interview. (laughs) I feel like... Probably a little too much. Um, yeah. It was a little embarrassing because we didn't know we were going to get Dale the whole time. Correct. That I don't think we knew minute. until maybe the day before. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even then, I think you guys were like, because we thought we might even get Kerry Washington at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we were all like, who are we getting? He's a producer on the, sh- on the movie. And honestly, all four of the lawyers that they follow are right. superheroes, right? But right. Dale kind of sparked a special nerve in us and we're like, and, and Aaron was like, I think he's from the Bay. And we just had this ongoing conversation about him, not knowing that he was going to show up uh, for the interview. So we were totally we, fangirling. Uh, yeah, him. it was a little embarrassing. <laughs> but I just was so excited to have him on the on the show, even for, you know, whatever it was, 10, 12 minutes. And um, he was by far one of our favorite, you know, quote unquote, characters in the film. Um mm-hmm. And and uh, now friend of the show, and we loved him so much that we asked him back on the show. And if you heard that episode, um, he was nice enough to come on during, I think, maybe a vacation uh, and chatted with us a little bit on what's going on with the ACLU during this time. But we had a great time um, getting to know the directors and getting to know Dale and fangirling out at Sundance about him. And so um, we hope you enjoy this interview. Uh, Elise or or Eli, would would you like to introduce us to your documentary? Sure. Um, Thanks so much for having us. And um, so the film follows ACLU's star lawyers on the ground fighting Trump's attacks on civil liberties. Um, We're with the lawyers around the clocks in their homes, um, in their strategy sessions, finding clients, getting anonymous tips, and culminating um, in courtroom showdowns, including one at the Supreme Court, which Dale was involved in. Um, It is a real-life David versus Goliath thriller. Yeah, and um, the access in this film is incredible. Can you talk about um, how that even happened? Sure. We we went to the ACLU uh, after after the election and and seeing... um, uh, some of our lawyers at work, um, and we we asked Legal Learnt um, to make the introduction. He's mm-hmm. um, the lawyer you see in the, in the opening scene who's fighting the family separation cases. Mm-hmm. And uh, we explained to the ACLU that uh, we're verite filmmakers. We want total access. We want to be um, inside while all the decisions are being made, seeing how they uh, discuss strategy, um, every aspect of how the, the cases are, are put together and 
fought. And they said, that's, that's great. We <laughs> love your vision. And there is no way that you're ever <laughs> going to be allowed to It's good to, to dream. It's yeah. nice to have goals. Thanks. We like what you're doing, but you're not going to yes, do it. Yes, yes. Lovely, <laughs> lovely meeting you. There's the door. <laughs> so, um, so we looked at each other and said, yeah, we can make this work. And, uh, and then we started the conversation. Um, well, okay. So the ACLU has 147 lawsuits uh, against the Trump administration. How did you pick which ones you were going to follow? Um, well, these were the most important cases of the last four years. You have voting rights, you have abortion rights, you have family separation, you have um, LGBT rights, and these are the biggest cases. Um, and we were, you know, lucky to be around to uh, to film them. And um, Dale, of course, we're we need to bring you into the conversation. <laughs> um, can you talk a little bit about your story and also um, what it was like to be on that side of the camera? Yeah, um, it was a little different from what I normally do, right? Um, you know, I uh, uh, litigate voting rights cases around the country. Um, I speak a lot, in tr uh, you know, in court. Um, but having like a film crew following me around, you know, in elevators, um, in hotel rooms, mm -hmm. um, with my family, um, was a uh, was a a, a little uh, it, it it required uh, me to kind of you know tune them out a little bit mm -hmm. and you know um, be vulnerable in ways that you know when I'm presenting publicly in court, um, I, I'm not usually that kind of uh, that, I'm not usually that accessible emotionally. I guess I'd say. Mm. Yeah, emotion is uh, the right word for <laughs> for the, the storyline. How did your family feel being part of this film? Because we do follow your story a little more intimately. Yeah, um, I think there, you know, my wife was a little uh, reluctant at first. But, you know, when um, uh, uh, everyone explained the project to them, um, she was on board for it. It's it's tough because, you know, these this work, um, fighting for civil rights right now, particularly right now, um, it's draining. Um, it's really emotional work. And like I said, when I'm in court, you know, uh, uh, it's like the opposite of acting, right? Acting, some people ask, is act, are acting and, you know, like being a courtroom lawyer, are they similar? And in some ways that might be the case. But, you know, in court, you don't want to show your vulnerability. You actually don't want to be spontaneous. You want to act like everything that happens is something that you expected to happen, like you're in control at all times. And um, transitioning from that kind of posture, that kind of public presentation to just sort of being myself on camera was different. <laughs> and watching the film, I, I felt um, that this was also, there's maybe a, another layer to this in terms of just the Trump administration. I mean, that is the, the through line through the whole story, which um, is kind of upsetting. I mean, this, this film really probably wouldn't be made be without him being in office. So can you talk a little bit about that and how you handled that sure. part of the story? I think, you know, just on a, on a personal note, my mother was also a litigator who fought for immigrant rights. Mm. So um, the story and the struggles of these lawyers are very familiar to me. And one of the things that I think, w you know, we're verite documentary filmmakers, if you saw Wiener, what we like to do is get in. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. Oh. Yep. So what we like to do is get inside and show the human story, show what it really looks like to fight these big civil rights cases. So these, um, so what excited us was not only you know showing these heroes, and that's what Dale is totally, um, mm -hmm. totally, and um, and but showing them fighting for our fundamental freedoms, but also doing that while they're wrangling with their children, while they're struggling with the phone charger, and so what you see is 
uh, you know, you see it's something we can all relate to. They fumble, they argue, they're just like we're all in this together in this struggle. And I think we sort of feel that history is manifest through these struggles. Um, and I think that's something we wanted to get across. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can you talk a little bit more about the filming because you're there for all of these all of these moments? Did you have a crew on all four of them? Like the whole time you did you have running gun, like people on call, like, hey, this is happening right now, run to the courthouse, you know, that's things like exactly that. That's exactly what we had. <laughs> it, it was it was I mean, we've never taken on anything sort of of this scope. It felt epic. Yeah. I mean, this feels like a turning point in history and we sort of were all hands on deck. So right. we were zipping off with Dale to California to Kansas with Lee to the border. Um, and I, occasionally you can hear um, uh, our voices in the film just asking a question here and there. And you'll notice every time one of our uh, attorneys gets a question, it's from somebody different. And that's because we were scattered across the country. Um, it really it ran as ragged. It was uh, it was a real challenge. I mean, it was fun. It was good, um, but it does feel like uh, we're at the end of a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, it's insane. One of these stories could have been a film in it of itself. You could have broken it down into four separate films. So you definitely aimed high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what you see is these lawyers are fighting on multiple fronts, and we really wanted to show the scope of um, of what's happening and what's at stake of what this fight right now looks like. Um, and and I think that was our original idea, was to, to get inside the ACLU to show these scrappy lawyers doing their thing. Right, because all you, I mean, as someone that's outside of it, you see the headlines, ACLU, ACLU, but you don't know who the people are. Mm -hmm. There's real people that are doing this work every day, and it was, it was very powerful. And thank you for including all the hate mail that they get mm -hmm. and the voicemails. The voicemails, yeah. That's the time we're living in, I guess. Yeah. And that urgency, that sense of urgency definitely comes across in the filmmaking and, and in the story. And, and I mean, you get a little emotional. You, yeah. towards the end, are like, if this is my job, if you know, because it, obviously your job takes you away from your family a lot. You know, there, there are definitely re results to this difficult work. But in the end, you're like, if this is my job, this is the time that I have to do it. This is yeah. when I need to show up. You know, so it's not even a question of, do I continue this work? It's like, I have to. That that's right. I mean, I I grew up at least. I mean, that that's how I feel about it. You know, I grew up wanting to be a civil rights lawyer. I know that <laughs> sounds weird, maybe to some people, but that's that's when I grew I, up, this I idea in be, my head. I wanted I to be know. a dinosaur, but sure, yeah, we all, we we all, all have, have different, yeah. different I mean, childhoods. I didn't, I, I didn't know what that actually meant, right? Until I even when I was in law school, I didn't even know what what it meant to be, you know, a civil rights lawyer. You know, I'm sitting in a class learning about like contracts and things like that. That you know, law school doesn't actually prepare you for this kind of work. Um, um, but when I finally got the chance to do it, um, it, 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 it felt like coming home. Like, this is what I, what I wanted to do. And um, it is tough. It's, it's tough on, the, on, on my family a little bit. My wife has to do a lot herself, and I'm so grateful to her for holding down the fort when I'm away from home so frequently. Um, but I, I sort of feel like there's no choice right now, right? If, if not now, when? Right? We're in, you know, uh, the toughest fight for civil rights uh, in my lifetime um, and we can't stop until the you know this moment passes yeah and um, you're the director of the voting rights project yeah and we're um, in 2020 I, I, and I've, I've heard that <laughs> <laughs> and you know there's an election coming up can you talk a little bit about how 
that work is shaping up for this year? Yeah, I mean, part of what's tricky about being a voting rights lawyer in an election year is you, you kind of don't know what's going to happen. You just know a lot of stuff is going to happen. And so um, part of my job, you know, I manage a team of about, uh, you know, 12 lawyers. And like part of my job is just making sure that we're ready for the inevitable emergencies that are going to arise um, over the course of the next 10 months. And, um, you know, we're, we, I just I just know we, we really have our work cut out for us. Yeah. I think we need to start a letter writing campaign to counter all these death threats to thank these lawyers and we'll put, start yeah we'll start sending thank you notes. Yeah, yeah I mean a fruit basket you know yeah. some muffins every now and then like we need to support these people and and give them a face so thank you guys for for doing that You know I will say you know we do in addition to the hate mail occasionally get like I do occasionally get just like random little thank you cards and that actually means a lot mm-hmm. Will you accept a thank you tweet yeah. But, okay, cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and just really quickly, we, we have to wrap up here, but uh, my co-host here noticed an Oakland A's something in yeah. your oh, office. Yeah. Are, Are you from, from the, the Bay? Bay? Do- I, I'm, from, I'm from the South Bay, but I, I grew up rooting for the A's. Cool. You know, I, I'm still a huge A's fan. We live in San Francisco. Nice. I work we knew in Oakland. So, yeah, yeah, we're like, that's a, that's some Bay Area vibe. Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he has to be from there. I mean, no one, there's really no one that has like an A's pendant. And then you had the three players on yeah. your desk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was really watching that show. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> Sweeney, thank you, thank you guys so much for being here. Um, again, we've been speaking to Elise Steinberg, Eli Dupre, and Dale Ho of The Fight. Watch this documentary. It's amazing. And, and pay attention. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. you so much. Thank you thank so you. much. Thanks. Thank you so much to Elise, Eli, and Dale for a really awesome interview that we <laughs> that we really were excited about. I feel like uh, these are our, our modern-day superheroes, are these ACLU lawyers, and it was not an easy task to do this documentary. So No, no. Uh, the fight comes out on Friday, July 31st. We really hope you see this film. It is very timely, and um, hopefully you'll, you'll fangirl out on Dale Ho as much as we did after you see the movie. And support the ACLU if you can, if you have some extra money. They're fighting the good fight, and it's an ongoing fight uh, until forever. So <laughs> yeah, support them if you can in any way you can. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.